To God be the glory. A story is told about five friends who used to be soldiers. They were together in several successful missions. And they were very much decorated because of their success as soldiers. But then when they retired, they faced difficulties because what they received during their retirement was not enough even to support their own families. Kaya itong limang magkakaibigan, they decided to look for jobs that could support them, especially because they had already their own families. But because of the difficulties they faced, they were forced to look for other jobs. And one day, one of the members of the group found a particular place where they could have much money. One of the friends, this one of the five soldiers, former soldiers, was told that a very rich and powerful drug lord was hiding in South America. And this person kept his money in his house. He did not trust the bank, so he kept the money in his house of about $77 million. So these five friends decided to raid the house. And according to them, they would be hitting two birds with one stone. They would be able to destroy a very powerful and rich drug lord. At the same time, they would earn a lot of money for themselves. But the house was heavily guarded, and the place was very isolated. There was no problem for them in entering the house, killing all the guards, and taking the money. The problem was that the money was so heavy that when they were trying to go back to their place of origin, the helicopter that they chartered was not big enough to carry them as well as the money. Eventually, the helicopter crashed and they had to take the money by hand. Along the way, the leader of the group met an accident. He fell and he died. Kaya ang apat na magkakaibigan na naiwan, they were faced with a very difficult decision. Ano ang gagawin nila? Will they take the money and leave the body of their friend, their team leader behind? Or should they take the body of the team leader and leave much of the money behind? And these four friends decided that they will only take 10% of the money, they will leave 90% of the money in the mountains, 
so that they can bring the body of their friend and give him a decent burial. This story, I don't know if uh, this is really true, but since it was told and it gives me an idea on how we make decisions in relation to priorities, the four friends decided to leave much of the money in order to take the body of their team leader so that he would be given a decent burial. Instead of leaving the body of their team leader, their close friend, and taking the money with them. And I believe it is during the time of crisis that our priorities are tested. And if you look at the priority of God in this world, you'll notice that God has chosen something very important compared to what we human beings try to choose many, many times. In the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 18 to 22, it says here, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. May God bless us upon the reading of his words. In this passage, we can see that God's priority sometimes is not man's priority. Because when Jesus was walking beside the sea of Galilee, he saw these two brothers, Simon and Simon Peter and Andrew. And he told them to follow him and he will make them fishers of men. And then later on, he also saw two brothers, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and he also told them to follow him, and he will make them fishers of men. I do not know the reason why Jesus did that, because the passage does not tell us why Jesus told these four individuals to leave what they were doing, come and follow him so that he would make them fishers of men. If I was Peter or Andrew or James or John, ang itatanong ko siguro sa Panginoon ay ganito, Lord, why would you ask us to follow you and make us fishers of men? You own everything. You can just stay with us. 
and you can make us the richest fishing tycoons in the world. You can multiply the fish, and we would not go to the ocean, just be here, and we can gather all the fish. We'll be very, very rich. Or if I am one of those who receive the call, I would probably ask God or Jesus Christ, uh, since in a fishing community, there are probably carpenters there. If I was a carpenter and Jesus would say, follow me and I will make you fishers of men, then probably I'd ask the question, Lord, why don't you just stay with us? Dito ka na lang sa amin. And I would be the owner of the biggest construction company in the world. If I was probably a person in that community who was lending money to the fishermen, lending money to the carpenters so that they can do their business, probably my question would be, Lord, bakit kailangan pang sumunod kami sa inyo at magiging fisher of men? Why do you just stay with us? And we would become the greatest banker in the world. If I was one of those disciples who was uh, invited by Jesus Christ, and I happened to be in the transportation business. Because in a fishing community, when the fishermen would have their cats, uh, someone would buy it and would sell it, and he would need transportation. Why, do, why don't you just stay with us? You're the most powerful person in the universe. You can make us the greatest transportation corporation in the world. Jesus did not explain why he was telling these people to leave what they were doing and that they would follow him and become fishers of men. And so since Jesus did not explain it, I am looking at other passages of scriptures to have a glimpse bakit priority ni Jesus Christ na sa halip na sila magiging fishermen, carpenters, bankers, or in charge of transportation business, that they would come and follow him and look for men and women, become fishers of men. I happen to look at the, one of the Psalms. In the book of Psalms, Psalm 8, Verses 3 to 9. And perhaps in this passage, we can have a glimpse of why Jesus called them to become feasers of men. The psalmist said, When I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. Now, that question of the psalmist coincides with why would God be interested in men? Why would he be telling the fishermen, the carpenters, and other people, leave what you are doing and search for men and women? That's exactly what the psalmist was also asking, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. Verse 5, 
You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, O oh Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. I believe that in this passage, Psalm 8, 3 to 9, we have a glimpse of the reason why God's priority becomes our opportunity. God's priority is not in the things. God's priority is on people. That these fishermen, these people who were engaged in other activities, for example, you have Matthew, who was a, he was in charge of finances. God told him to leave what he was doing and come and follow him so that he would be searching and looking for men and women. And I believe in this passage in the book of Psalms, the first thing that we notice here is that God is interested in searching for men and women because we are God's creation. We are created in the image of God. And it is a waste if God's creation, people who are being created in the image of God, would eventually be destroyed. They should be arrested. They should be taken from that situation. And they should realize that they are created for something greater. Unfortunately, many people in the world today do not realize that they are created in the image of God. And the reason why they behave the way they behave is because they do not realize that they are God's creation. In fact, some people believe that we are just a composition of atoms. When the scientists discovered the atoms, they rejoiced because they said, we just come from atoms. And then later on, they discovered that atoms are subdivided into smaller particles, the electrons, the neutrons, and the protons. And they said, oh, nanggaling pala tayo sa electron, sa proton, sa neutron. Then just lately, scientists discovered that Hindi pala yung mga yun ang pinakamaliit na particles. Protons and neutrons are composed of quarks. The up quark and the down quark. And sabi nila, ah, nanggaling pala tayo sa quarks. Nanggaling pala tayo sa protons, sa electrons, sa neutron. Then lately again, they discovered, ah, hindi pala pwede. Hindi pala pwedeng mag, mag-isa itong mga ganito. There has to be a field that brings them together. And so, nagkaroon sila ng experiment at na-discovered nila ang tinatawag na Higgs boson. 
And then they said, it is impossible for all these things to come together if there is no dark matter and dark energy, which they said we do not understand. So some people believe that we are just a, a composition that all these atoms, neutrons, uh, protons, and electrons just came together by accident. And because of that, they live their lives as if they are nothing. Walang purpose, walang kabuluhan ng buhay. That's the reason why even during the pandemic na ang dami ng checkpoint, andun pa rin ang shabu. Hindi mo mapigilan. Dahil kung ang isang tao, ang tingin niya sa kanyang sarili is just a collection of atoms, and all he, can, he should do is just to survive, then how can you stop him from doing that? There is a film that I was so intrigued about. I don't know if some of you have seen it. The title is The Platform. This is some kind of a, an experiment in human behavior. Ewan ko kung nakita nyo yung movie na yon. It intrigues me. Because... In that film, merong isang building na merong 500 floors. At yung floor na yon, may mga rooms sa bawat floor. And in the middle of the floor, may butas. Every day, galing doon sa itaas, may bababa na mesa. Puno ng pagkain. From the top. Bababa yan. Pero it will only stay one minute in every floor. Sa isang floor, may dalawang tao. So from the top, puno pa yung mesa ng pagkain. But you cannot eat all of them. Dahil one minute man lang. Bababa na yung table. Hanggang sa pababa ng pababa siya, yung nasa 400 floor, ang matitira sa kanya, sa kanila, ay mga buto na lang. So, makikita mo yung ugali ng tao na yung nasa pinakataas, they want to eat everything, pero hindi nila maubos kasi one minute lang man ang pag-stay ng table. Pero yung pinakababa, mag-aagawan na sila dahil wala nang natira. In fact, in the film, they tried to eat each other. Nung nasa 450 na yung 449 floors, wala na kasing natira kahit buto, wala na. They begin to eat each other. And it shows to me, at least to me, I don't know if it shows to others, but to me, when human beings are simply surviving, they are reduced to animals. Dahil kung wala na yung pag-iisip na ako ay created in the image of God, people will behave like they are animals. That's why Jesus said, it is very important that you look for men and women and tell them that they are created 
in the image of God so that they will not behave like animals. I was viewing a film from India. Nasa India daw, according to a study, there are five to six million children according to the study. There are five to six million children who have an IQ between 130 to 145. Yun ang kanilang na nakita sa India. About 5 to 6 million children, ages 5 to 10 years old, ang IQ napakataas. Parang IQ ni Neil Armstrong, the astronaut that landed on the moon. 140. Napakataas yun. But according to the study, not, not even 10% of the 6 million children will make good in life. Because of the situation in the India. That is why there are non-government organizations. There are foundations that are looking for these children. Take them from those communities where they are in and give them the opportunity because their IQ is so high but the moment they are left in situations where poverty is so prevalent, many of them will die not even experiencing the potential of a very high IQ. It is only when the gospel penetrates the heart of a person that that person will be transformed. That's why Jesus said to this Brothers, leave whatever you have and I will make you fishers of men so that men and women, wherever they are, will realize that they are created in the image of God, that they can be lifted from that situation of difficulty and poverty and become the people God wants them to be. The second thing I notice in this passage why God's priority is people is that in verse 6, in verse 5, you have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. People must be given the chance to realize their potential that the reason why God created man is so that he will be crowned with glory and honor. But that is not what is happening to many people in the world today. There is dishonor. There is filth. There is depravity because of sin. And people must be brought to the presence of God because only in the presence of God there is glory and honor. People try to manufacture and invent their own glory and honor. Napakarami. Napakaraming gusto ang tao para bigyan ng karangalan ng kanyang sarili. Tingnan nyo ang boxing. 
Noon ang boxing, isang organization lang. I think it was the World Boxing Organization. Pero dahil hindi sila kontento, gumawa na lang ibang organization, World Boxing Council. Hindi kontento, nagiging IBF, International Boxing Federation. Nakaroon pa ng WBA. Ewan ko kung ano pang gagawin nila para magkaroon ng honor and glory. God has already reserved honor and glory for His creation, but we are not experiencing that. People who are separated from God, no matter what He will do, His glory that is invented for Himself will disappear. And also, I believe the reason why God wants to concentrate and prioritize people because He said in verse 6, You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all the flocks, the herds, the animals of the, of the wild, the birds of the sky, and the fish of the sea, and all that swim the paths of the seas. That is supposed to be the role of man in this world. But we are not experiencing that. We are not ruling over the works of God's hands. Instead, we are destroying them. We are devastating God's creation. That's why just a while ago, I thought to myself, I said, man's creation versus God's creation, God's creation will always win. Because if you look at what happened for the past three months, according to a report, many corporations are bankrupt for the past three months. In America alone, 26 million workers lost their jobs. And the most hardest hit corporations, ang acronym is BEACH. B-E-A-C-H. The first is booking. NASDAQ. Used to be $40 billion. Now only $20 billion. Entertainment. Disneyland used to be $255 billion. Now it's down to $117 billion. B, booking. E, entertainment. A, airlines. Man created that. Man invented. In fact, the largest airport in the world is found in Atlanta, Georgia. United States of America. Before the pandemic, it served more than 100 million passengers in one year. But today, that airport is a ghost town. All the planes are grounded. The travelers are gone. B, booking. E, entertainment. A, airlines. C, cruise. 
How many cruise ships are anchored? How many cruise ships are losing? And it's is hotels. These corporations created by men, the manufacturing sector, the retail sector are on the verge of bankruptcy. But for the past three months, you'd also notice that this planet has taken a breather. There are more fish in the ocean, more birds in the sky, more animals in the wild, less pollution in the water, in land, and in air. Why? Because man's movement was restricted. Man's invention, man's creation has destroyed this planet. Instead of becoming overseers, caretakers of what God has created, man is destroying it. It is only when they are brought into the presence of God that they will truly become what God wants them to be. If man is allowed to go his own way, he will not only destroy himself, but he will also destroy those around him. That's the reason I believe God's priority is to look for men and women. And he told these brothers, come and follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The question is, we, who have been given the opportunity to be brought into the presence of God. God was so gracious to us. He was so merciful to us that he used some people as instruments so that we would be realigned to the purpose of God. The question is, what is our priority now? Now that we have experienced what it means to be lifted from that sea of darkness and be brought into the marvelous grace of God, what is our sense of priority? I believe this passage in the book of Matthew should remind us that God's priority is our opportunity to be bearers of God's grace to the millions of people today who do not realize that they are created in the image of God. They are wasting themselves. They're wasting others. They're wasting this creation. They should be brought into the presence of God through your instrumentality and mine. Several years ago, I heard a story about a family, a very poor family. There were three children. I think the eldest was seven years old. The second was five. The third was three years old. And because they were very poor and they had to live away from the barrio, 
they have to cross a river before reaching this house. Kaya itong tatay at nanay, umaalis sila early in the morning to work. They would return in the evening. Ang kanila lang ginagawa, bigyan lang nila ng pagkain yung mga bata at sabihin doon sa pinakamatanda, ikaw magbantay doon sa mga kapatid mo. And they would lock the house. Para hindi makalabas yung mga bata, malapit lang sa ilog yung bahay. It's very near the river. So every day, the father, the mother would go out. Then they would come home in the evening. But one day, as the parents were out working, there was a heavy rain. Nakapakalakas ng ulan. At hindi alam ng mga magulang that uh, the children were in danger because the water in the river was rising already. At yung mga tao sa kabila, nakita nila. Nakita nila yung bahay, they saw the house, and they saw the hands of the children waving from the, from the window na nakarehas para hindi mahulog yung mga bata. The people on the other side saw that if the water would reach the house, the water would destroy the house and the children would be dead. So, nag-usap-usap sila, nag-conference sila doon. Anong gagawin natin? Tayo dito sa kabila, safe tayo. Pero yung mga bata, they're in danger. Nakalak yung bahay. So the people on the other side decided, oh, sige, sino ang pinakamalakas sa atin? Siyang tatawid at kunin yung mga bata. Sabi ng isa, medyo malakas siya. Yes, I'm willing to go, but kailangan maghanap kayo ng lubid. Kailangan itali ko yun sa aking bewang, I would tie that to my waist. And be sure to hold the other end while I cross the river and get the children. So naghanap sila ng lubid. Maigsi man yung lubid. Dinugtungan nila ng mga kumot, blankets, towels, kung ano-ano lang ang kanilang pwedeng idugtong. Maigsi pa rin. Hindi pa rin makaabot doon sa bahay. And so people started removing their belts, yung kanilang mga sinturon. Pinagdugtong-dugtong yung mga sinturon. Para lang yung isa, the, the strongest of them can cross the river and reach the house. And when he reached the house, he destroyed the door, took one by one the children. Isa-isa niya. Tumawid siya. And the people on the other side pulled him using the rope, the blankets, the towels, and the belts. Nung nakuha niya yung pinakalast na bata, rumagasa ang napakalaking tubig. It destroyed the house. The house was swept away. It was destroyed. But thankfully, the three children were saved. Brothers and sisters, God's priority is not on things. God's priority is on people. 
because they are created in His image. He has reserved glory and honor for them and He has assigned to people redeemed by the grace of God to eventually have dominion over everything in this world. It is only when we have this in our hands, a soul that is saved by the grace of God, we have the most precious thing. We may not have the things in this world which will eventually fade away, but the moment you have a soul that is saved from darkness, you have the greatest thing in this world. To God be the glory.